0: Back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870, Mike Dettillier, along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Hebert. And on our Oakland Heart Jewelers Talk and Text line, Leanne Herring, who covers the Ole Miss Rebels for the Rebel Walk. Uh, Leanne, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. Yesterday, we had on Eve to talk about Walker Howard as I'm doing the interview I get a text from a guy that um, his batting average would be pretty good if he played in the majors. Uh, And he texts me, I guarantee you Spencer Sanders is going to Ole Miss and his attitude is no Walker Howard or no Jackson Dart's going to beat me out. And he is headed there instead of Auburn. Okay, and so I would need a second confirmation before I went with that. But we talked about it with Eve. You know what, thinking about what happened this morning, that's exactly what happened. I think Spencer was, man, they can throw Walker Howard at me. Jackson Dart, I know I can outplay him. I'm going to Ole Miss. I'm going to play for Lane Kiffin.
1: No, exactly right. Evie and I were talking about it earlier this morning, Uh I think we had the, uh, the case of the case of the non sleeps during the recruit. You know, when, during the recruiting season, it's just like you keep odd hours. And last night we were, talk, we were texting back and forth. I was I wasn't sure. You know, if spent after Howard had announced and everything that he was going to intend to come to Ole Miss. You know, Spencer's such a. You know, he's such a solid quarterback. He's a four year starter, so he's going to go anywhere. He's going to go. He's going to bring so much experience he's going to challenge whatever competitor but you can be sure that he's going to he's aiming to start for the starting job so I was a little on the fence but then when it came this morning I think Old Miss really just and Lane and just it's just a, a testament to show a what he's doing there. And like you said, I, I think everybody at Ole Miss is extremely excited. Of course, there was some worries after, you know, that it had been fairly quiet. What are we going to do with the, uh, with the QB room? It just did, we didn't seem to have enough depth. And then here you go bam, bam. One, two, and, and three guys we have that are extremely exceptional that are, are going to put Ole Miss uh, in a heck of a spot next season.
0: Now let's see if Pete well, Golding can change that defense now.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, because, uh, Leanne, when I look at it, uh, you have three starters. You have three stars, and not everybody uh, could play. Uh, but Leanne, like Mike was bringing up, uh, like where are you going to be at as a team defensively? Because uh, are the the Rebels fan base? Are they like? Uh, is it like? Come on, I know we in the tough SEC West, but we got to get to the SEC championship.
1: I think now that with, with with Kiffin being here, I think what we're seeing, Evie and I were talking about, and I've been talking with some other, you know, ex, ex um, Ole Miss players and whatnot. I think the sentiment is now that we're really kind of seeing, we've seen the big coaching changes, especially on the defense. We knew that with Coving, Coving you know, in the first uh, couple years with Lane, it's tough to take reins of the team because you don't know if he's going to stay. You don't know how, how much overturn there's going to be in your staff and your thing. I think right now what we're seeing Lane Kiffin doing is really take strains of the pro- program now because there's more certainty. Uh, with his contract renewal, with the NIL coming in. I see this with the big coaching staff. So I think now we're seeing a big shift in the Rebels. And I think what, what we see now is with the change, the hiring of, you know, of course, West neighbors and then P. Golding it at the D.C. are two definitive guys who have gone into different programs at different levels and are heck of recruiters that are going that they can bring instant change and I think that we're going to see that in Oxford immediately. We're already seeing it, especially with the portal commits. We have a we have a couple uh, defensive players that have already been on campus that that we're hearing very good solid commitments that they that they will be committing to Ole Miss. Hopefully within the next couple of days. Of course, nothing confirmed with recruitment. You never know. NIL. You never know. But they feel really solid about that. We also have a, a linebacker on campus right now, Monty Montgomery. exceptional Exceptional, exceptional player out of Louisville who just hit Oxford a couple hours ago. So you know, in a, in a short amount of time, with the hiring of, of Goldie and everything, the defense, the defensive side of the ball, I think is is seeming to feel a little bit more more in tune and more in, uh, consistent amongst the uh, Rebel fans because I think they're pi- finally seeing a consistent, stable change that can take the that can overhaul the struggles that have been Ole Miss defense. No,
2: asked, no, no, but, but, ahead, but yeah, play, play, you play, didn't play. answer my question. <laughs> uh, the fan base, are they patient enough? Are they patient enough to, to wait to, get, to build that defense? No, 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 to go to the SEC championship. Because uh, they're Be- going to have the quarterback. Because, because now think about this Arkansas, Mississippi State, the likes of the Missouri Tigers who joined the SEC late, they've been in the SEC championship. I know East versus West and all that. But don't you think Lane Kivan has to get the Rebels in the SEC championship game? I'm not even talking about, now listen. If you part of the SEC, the expanded playoffs and what's going to come out there. But I think Ole Miss Rebels fans would like to see the Rebels, like LSU did this past season, represent the West in the SEC championship game.
1: Absolutely, absolutely, and you're extremely and you are, and you hit the nail on the head. I think patience is the key, and I don't always. I think especially when you're when you have the SEC fan base, that we've seen it, we've seen with the coaching changes, we've seen with the boosters. They want it. I call it instantaneous gratification. They want it right then yeah. and now. They hire the new coaches. They put them. So I think there is that. There's always going to be that expectation now, and I think now with Lane's contract with uh, with Lane's contract being substantially increased, with the NIL substantially increased. They are, their mentality has now turned to similar to what happened at what, what's going on with the Texas boosters. You know, we're, gonna, we're going to right. help you get there, but you need to do it now. This is not going to be a two year wait. This is not going to be like the fans in Lexington um, when Stoops went over there and he said, trust the process. I, I, I was covering Kentucky when football wasn't there and, and there was always <laughs> a sentiment, trust the process. And they waited and they waited and they waited. But we, but this is not going to be what's going to happen in Oxford because you've seen the substantial overhaul, you've seen the extreme shift in 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 the boosters coming to rise. You need NIL, okay? We'll give you NIL, but in return, I don't. They're not going to be as patient um, to be able. They're going to want a championship quick. And I think, but I think if you've noticed, as you've seen in a short amount of time, uh, what Lane's done and what his coaching coaches have done and the players that he's been able to get from the portal I think once after the spring and we see the competition I think we're going to see a new turn to the Ole Miss Rebels I think we're not going to only see them finish something but we're going to see them close something I think that that's been the biggest thorn in Ole Miss side is the talents there the capabilities there but it's finding the right pieces to fit the puzzles making the right movement in that big old chess game that you have in the SEC West to be able to to go into the long haul. And I think well, this is well, where the Rebels are finally at that point.
2: And, you know, Leanne, the first thing, though, I always give, uh, I give the business, whether you're an Aggie or you're a Longhorn, whether you're a Mississippi State Bulldog or an Ole Miss Rebel, that, I don't know, uh, to represent the converts or uh, to be a champion, you got to at least be state champion. <laughs> and, Leanne, you know Ole Miss can't be losing to Ole, uh, Mississippi can't state. In the Egg Bowl. Come on.
1: No, no, and you're exactly right. And I think now, I think we have to get. But I think right now, that's going to be in recruiting, and and I think that it's going to have to find that balance. And I and I really, honestly think that's what we are seeing now. And and, and, pay, and fans aren't going to be patient. Boosters aren't going to be patient. But I think in this in this recruiting cycle. What he's doing in the what Coach Kiffin's doing in the portal, along with the high school players that they're bringing in, I think that there's going to be a substantial change. But I think now that he finally has the reins of the program, because I felt like in the first two years, even even this past season, he really didn't have not that he didn't have a grip on things, but I don't feel that there was enough substantial support for him to to say to to make it his own. And I feel now that the Rebels are making it their own. So, like I said, maybe that's wishful thinking. That's not like I see. I wish I had the crystal ball that everyone always says uh, that they wish that they had during the season. But I think it's trying to make make things fit. Ole Miss is not going to be an LSU. Ole Miss is not going to be Alabama. They need to be the Ole Miss Rebels. And I think once they figure out that identity issue, once they start – getting a little bit grittier and closing on, on things. They're going to start winning championships, but it's a, it's a slow process. But, of course, like like we were saying earlier, not everybody's patient to wait for that process.
0: Leanna, I'm willing to make you a wager tonight, and that is that you will see more Louisiana players on the Ole Miss roster over the next couple of years than you've ever seen before. A lot of people, oh, Nick Saban, uh, he's he's the connection here in Louisiana. Yeah, he coached at LSU. When's his last year he coached at LSU? Early two thousands, right? So two decades ago. Yeah. You know who his yeah. connection was Pete Golding. Everywhere I went, Pete Golding was there, recruiting players. And Pete Golding, and uh, he's taken a lot of criticism about his defense. But if you know, if Nick wanted somebody else, he'd have got rid of him long ago. He'd been running that exactly. defense was, for a year.
1: No, exactly right. When Nick said, <laughs> everyone was talking about that. You know, you got a lot of people in Tuscaloosa. Like y'all can have him down in Oxford. We want him gone. You want him gone. But you said it right there. If Nick Saban really wanted somebody gone, he wasn't gonna let somebody he will he'll, he'll let them go right then and there. He's not gonna wait it out, you know, and make it a merry old one. That's just not Nick Saban for you. So but like you said, there's a there's a
0: He's gonna be recruiting time. hard in Louisiana. That is he's like a fisherman, okay? you done throwing your line in that water and he knows certain people, certain coaches, player connections. Uh, connections with trainers, connections with head coaches, high school coaches in this area. And Ole Miss is going to be more of a presence now than ever before uh, because of Pete, of his connections here. That's why over the last few years, Nick would seal the deal late, but Pete was the guy who kind of led those players to Alabama.
2: Well, and, 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 you know, uh, I can tell you this, Leanne and Mike, uh, but – the game has changed. That was two decades. Look, he has a lot of skins on the wall. But you know what to me is going to come about? And now, uh, Coach Kelly knows this. Whether it's LSU or whether it's Ole Miss, I uh, think name it your image and likeness. Uh, you know, family members especially you have to look at background of a kid and what they're exposed to. No, it'd be like almost uh, even though you're not a pro, it's like show me the money. And I have yeah. no problem going to Oxford or Baton Rouge, but you got to show me the money. So, Leanne, no, exactly. is there and, certain and we've, people...
1: seen it, we've seen it. We've seen it. plenty already. You know, with a lot of players. I mean, we've had some players that you know seems substantially committed to the program, and then you know, late late run December run and everything. You got Auburn. You got Texas A and M knocking, and and nil. You know, it's it's very interesting now that it, it the how quickly nil can change something. Yeah. You know, kids want to go and they're going to play, and and I, we're going to see it a lot more with the high school. High school players especially, because it's like right now we're in the middle of a free agency. We're, we're in free agency. That's basically That's what it is. It, what you know, it the is. free agents. So now you've got these high school players that are four- and five-star players, and they're elite. But, but the difference is that they don't have experience like these portal players are. You know, so you're still going to have to develop. So they're going to up their ante. They're going to expect higher NIL deals, and they're going to have to be picky where they go. And then you got you got programs yeah. that are also going to have to be picky. How much How much money are we going to really invest in a high school kid that, well, yeah, he was a four and a five-star. Is yeah. he going to translate in an SEC program? Get, hey, I'll man, pay
2: the portal player. Oh, okay, yes, without a doubt. Uh, Leanne, like Mike was saying, uh, let me tell you right now, you know, to me, you know, you, you never know because it's all an experiment. Look where Texas A&M was at uh, the perception before this past season, and then look how they laid an egg. To me, you got to reward the players in name, image, and likeness—something that has some players have actually accomplished something in college football. You might say, "Okay," and then you have certain high school studs. Then maybe you want to reward them. Texas A&M, okay, number one recruiting class. Mike, where was A&M at? Jimbo Fisher. And uh, they were the most disappointing team, maybe over the past two or three decades, because okay, we attracted all these players, but they're not necessarily ready to play. And so, then they're all ready to go now. So uh, yeah, Leanne, exactly because they've
1: already collected. Yeah, I that's got my money. Hey, 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 so yeah, uh, so I got so my Leanne, money. now yeah. let me go into a portal. Let me go see where and else I, I get it. We're seeing it right now with with Jaden Rashada. You know, he was one of the most highly coveted quarterbacks. Everybody had to have him. We all almost had a middle miss his brother you know his brother transfer troll missed for one and now what happened you know, there's there's one booster, there's one little thing that falls over and then all of a sudden the NIL he wants his N I L letter back yeah. from Florida. So it and that you know and he was the, one of the most highly coveted high school kids. So like you said, it's like it's just a different ball game now. It's not and you can no longer sell, "Come play in the best conference in the SEC." Yeah, come play at a no, place no. like Alabama. Be proud to wear the uniform and sit and wait your turn, because nobody's going to sit and wait their turn. You know, so it's going to be lucky if you're going to get that kid, especially a highly recruited kid, that's going to sit and wait. Well, that's uh, just not that's just not in the in the in the cards anymore.
2: And, and you know, Leanne, the way I look at it now, I'm just, I have a lot of common sense, and I just observing what happened at A and M, and it's not going to be 100 percent one way or the other. I would r- rather reward a player that's who's done something for your prospective university and you reward them uh, to keep them in-house versus some player out of high school. You don't know what the hell they're going to do. Now, because uh, if you have a disgruntled high school player, you can always attract them and, and name, image, and likeness. But to me, uh, we never know how, because it's the virgin territory. Uh, what we look at to me, the name, image, and likeness, and all this transfer portal and all that, give me a player who can play. Look who LSU's getting the Oregon State player, Mike.
0: Omar Spates, exactly. who was a, a 25 uh, uh, years starter at uh, Oregon State. Uh, 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 okay. And LSU beat Alabama out for him. That's the guys you want to pay. <laughs> To
2: me, no, that, the ones that have I kids on the wall, with
0: yeah. The portal. Yeah, and I think that you're going to have some highly recruited players that's going to double dip. You know what? I cash in, I yeah, will yeah. sign, and then I'll cash then in I'm again in a year or two. I mean, I'm yeah. out.
1: Especially with these young kids because they're going to say, well, let me play a year, let me redshirt a year, or let me go sit there a year. And then, like you said, you're going to come back and double dip because they're not happy, they're not starting. But, but, again, with the high school players, it's just tough territory because you could get a really highly – coveted kid and he might not work out for you because yeah. he's not ready. He's not experienced right. or, he's, he's not ready. or his level or he's highly coached. We, I see it all the time in Texas. You got really highly coached kids that are extremely talented. But if you don't put that kid in the right system, he's not going to operate at that same level because he can only fit and adapt to what he knows best. So if you put him in something that he doesn't know, he's gonna fall apart. I've seen it so many times as well. So yeah, recruiting and everything is just a whole different, whole different ball game. But NIL's got a long way to go before, but it's definitely gonna have to get regulated a little bit more. It's gonna be, it's worse than free agents. Good
0: luck with that, that regulation. I don't think that's gonna work. <laughs> exactly. Good
1: luck with that. That's that's a wishful thinking down the road.
0: Thank you, Leanne. We appreciate Thank it. Thank
1: you, Liam. Thank you for having
0: thank you for having me on. How All right, uh, Leanne Herring from the Rebel Walk and brought up a lot of interesting subjects. Because again, you can have players double dip, but well, I think it hurts the high school kid Mike. because teams now going to want to go with the experience. Play, okay, the, the, the
2: business people with money. I don't think they have no problem giving money to a player, even in this day and age, who's established themselves, whether it's LSU or whatever. But not fresh out of high school. You don't know if they are even gonna work out. I don't care if you got but four or five still stars. But it's gonna happen, but, Bob. But you know what I'm talking about? I know to what me, you mean. Uh, Like, okay, look at Harold Perkins. Hell yeah, we're gonna pay that son of a gun. <laughs> uh, what do you want? MDs. Yes, no, that's the guys you gotta pay we'll for somebody just out of talk high school. On the Big Come on.
0: Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way.